happy, happy, happy Wednesday. I hope that you all are well. I hope that you are in good spirit. And if you are in Texas, I hope that you are not going outside because Jesus, that heat is ungodly. I'm telling you, I do not believe that that heat is of God. It cannot be. I've never in my life went outside and just instantly became miserable. I'm telling you, since this 100 plus weather has been happening, I have been miserable. It's so hot that it hurts to breathe in. It feels like it just, it feels suffocating to breathe in. So if you're in Texas, where I am, where I currently reside, please don't go outside. If you're going outside to run, you better do it early in the morning or late at night. Because if you are running in the middle of the day, you got to be one of God's strongest soldiers. Have to be. It, there, there is no other alternative to that. But just in case, if you're like me, and you don't want to be one of God's strongest soldiers because you're already going through a lot, we are in the house. <laughs> we, we are inside. No, let me, let me, let me be, let me be more serious. Uh, I thank you all for tuning in today. Um, I am your host and founder, Lante, and welcome to Modern Mediocrity Podcast, where the vision, my vision is always clear. I always talk from my heart. I always give you my heart's posture, and I always pray about my titles, and, and I'm very mindful about what I'm putting out, the content that I'm putting out, the message that I'm conveying. I'm very meticulous about that. I'm I want to make sure that what I give is not misleading. It's not um it's not malicious. It may be biased because it's my view, but I make that known. But I I want to make sure that I'm not steering anyone away from truth, away from originality, away from um your right to think and feel how you feel, but I'm giving what I feel and what I feel like God is speaking to me. So, with that being said, let's jump right into today's episode. It is titled, What Do You Actually Know? And this isn't a conspiracy theorist type of podcast. This isn't one where I'm going to be um, just saying things off the top of my head, but it's from experiences, right? As all of my other topics are. But this one got to me this week. I, I mentioned my children a lot because I learned so much from them. And, and my my middle son and I were having a conversation about appreciation, right? And I was telling him how sometimes I wanted to be appreciated, you know, this, this, that, and the other. And we had this whole long drawn out, you know, conversation. And I remember saying, I said, sometimes I don't know what's, what's right. I don't know if I'm doing this father thing right. Right. And then it prompted me to, you know, to think about later on, like another conversation I was having. And I was like, why do we put God in this box? We don't even know who God really is. You know, nobody other than the people that were in heaven has seen God. Not Jesus. I'm talking about God. We can't even fathom what God is. Right. So what do we actually know? Like, what do you actually know? Right. The things that we've heard, the things that we've been that's been recorded, the things that we um, learn from history, 
the things that we are told by the government, which I don't believe half of it, but that's another story. <laughs> what do we actually know? So with that being said, I'll get right into the first point. The first point for me is when we talk about when I talk about like fatherhood and relationships and, and love. When I think about relationships, like how much do we actually know? about relationships we know what we've experienced we know what we have gone through we know what we have um, what we've been told but what do you actually know about relationships i i heard this topic or this guy speaking on um building a relationship with god and the perspective to me now just to me was so profound he was saying you can't build a relationship with God. You know, he said you can't build it because how can you how can you give God anything? Right. How 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 what can you offer God? God has everything. He is everything. How can you give him anything? Because what you are is still his. So how can you give him anything? And he said, you know, he used the, the, the uh, an analogy about children. You can't build a relationship with your children um, because it's based on the love that you have for them already. So who you are is a representative of how you feel for them. Now, a lot of people may not agree with that, but I mean, I found context and I, saw, I, I also heard things that I didn't um, necessarily fully agree with. But for the majority of what he said, I agree with it. Right. And so what I got from that was. What do we actually know about the things that we talk about, the things that we do, the, the, the relationships that we have or foster or uh, the things that we are, are talking about or doing? And so I, I, when, he, when I read that or I listened to that, that segment, I think it was on TikTok. So I looked up relationship, right? I looked up what relationship is and relationship was um, a bond between two objects or two people, right? Two objects or two people. So when I look at it from me to my son, I can have a relationship with him because we are two people. We could be objects if you looked at yourself as an object. Um, but we are two human, two beings that are uh, forming something. But, and I'm going somewhere with this. We don't know what God is. We don't know who God really is. We don't know what God consists of. So how can we build something with one that we know nothing about? Like we know character, he knows characteristics, but we don't know who God really is. So I, I started looking at what do I actually know? Like, what do I know? And let me, let me, I'm going to give a list. What do I know about relationships? I know that I have to be what I want or what I, what I desire in relationship, I know that I have to be honest. I know that I have to be upright. I know that I have to be um, loving and caring and loyal, though you may not always get all those things back. But I'm saying the things that I know, I know that relationships take work. I know that in my adulthood, relationships are not always 50-50. They're not give and take. They're not always 
you get 50, I'm going to get 50. Because some days I may have 20 and you may have 80. And, and it may be tomorrow I got 90 and you got 10. You know, or it may be you got 60 one day and I got 40. It just depends on what is needed in that day. And I think growing up when we were taught these things, we were taught that, you know, you get you get what you give. And then even now as an adult, I feel like that's that's off because what I give maybe a lot in the way that I give it right and what I get back may surpass what I gave but just in a different level like I may be the one that's very um I look at life um differently and I may I'm a communicator right so I may communicate my feelings to um my person or I may communicate my feelings to my my brother or my best friend or or my cousin or whomever it is I may I may be a communicator and it, it may be something that I communicate well to them but for them, their way of showing love could be giving. They may give their time. They may give of themselves. They may give, you know, um, in other ways. And they may lend their ear to me. They may provide support for me. They may support me with my business. And that is how they show their love. And I think that when we look at relationships in life and what we've learned, oftentimes we don't really know a lot is we are ever learning about everything about love. When you look at love, like what do you really know about love? Like really, what do we really, I think that humans, we love, right? But we don't really understand what love really looks like. Like we don't understand what love really is. A lot of us love with conditions. We love with stipulations. I'm going to love you as long as you're doing what I want you to do. I'm going to love you as long as I can see you. I'm going to love you as long as I get what I need from you, right? How many people just love without limits, without restrictions, without anything, just love? I mean, now that's how I am in some, in a lot of instances, but how many people actually do that? Love like God loves, even in spite of. And I and I said I I try my best to do that, but think think about the people that you don't like or that you don't you dislike their characteristics. How many people will give their last to somebody that just did something wrong to their best friend? Or how many people will give their last to someone that you cannot stand at all that stole from you? Or that lied to you, or that hurt you? What about somebody that broke your heart? If you saw them on the side of the road and they had nobody help them, would you stop and help them? Would you make sure that they were okay? I ain't going to even lie to you. I don't. <laughs> I am not going to sit up here and tell you that I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the first one to stop. Because I mean, not. I may keep going. It just depends on who the person is. So, I mean, that's what I mean when I say, what do we actually know about life, about love, about these things? Even when we look at God, what do we really know about God? From me reading and studying for this last year and a half, like when I say year and a half, I mean, I've 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 read the Bible before, but I've been more intentional in this past year about really learning and trying to study and understand who God is. We don't really know about who God is. Because if you think about it. Moses was. God's homeboy like they were they were tough but Moses asked to see the face of God he said I want to see you right and so we know that no man has ever seen God and lived right 
But when Moses asked to see God, he said, I'll walk past the mountain. You can see my hind part. That means the back of me. The backside of me. So you can't look at God and you can't see him. I wonder what that looked like. Like, did he have a real leg or if God is spirit and he is a conglomerate of all and, and, and everything, like if everything is a derivative of who God is and what God is and what he represents, right? You look at humans, you look at dogs, you look at cats, you look at all the things in the sea. If that is a derivative of God and his imagination and his mind, what do we really think God looks like? What do we really, what do we know about who God is or what he does? Even the way that he does things, the way that God does things seems so unorthodox to us because it doesn't make sense. It does. It's almost like God is speaking to us in a different language when he does things, right? It, it, it seems like we are speaking English and he's speaking a language that we've never even heard of. And it's like, oh, Jesus, God, what are you talking about? Like, why would you expect me to go down this road and there's 50 people down there that want to kill me, but you're telling me to go anyway? You're telling me just to go, like he told Abraham, just go. I ain't going to tell you where to go. I'm just going to tell you to go. What you mean, just go? Where, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? So what do we really know about God? What do we actually know about who God is? We know his characteristics. Some people will say that God is cruel. I would, I, I've heard a person say that. That God is unfair. That God is unjust. If you have a, a deep relationship with him, you can. Some people will say God is loving. God is kind. God is omniscient. God is omnipotent. God is faithful. God is loving. God is caring. Some people believe that God don't exist. Some people believe that the derivative of God, which I believe is Jesus, it's just a, an extension of who God is. is is not true. That's not my belief, but what do we actually know about who God is? What God is? What he looks like? What does his heart look like? In, in, in your worship or in your, your dealing with God or your getting to know God, I think he'll reveal his characteristics to, to us. I think he'll reveal what his heart looks like. But I think we are so focused on religion and, and being politically correct and what religion is the best and what religion is, is, is not right in trying to make God fit us that we don't understand that God can't fit us because... <laughs> He created us, right? His mind and thoughts are not even what our thoughts could even fathom. So how can we understand something that's beyond our comprehension? How can you understand something that wasn't even meant for you to understand? It was only meant for you to be. If you look at a, a, a creator, a designer, right? They create something that they see, right? Or that they know about. Let's take a, let's take a, Let's take a car. A car can't be a human because it wasn't it was designed for a purpose to drive you to a destination, to get you to a destination quicker than it would be for you to walk. But you can't compare a car to a human because they're not the same. They're not the same thing. The the the, 
the dimensions of a car bigger, longer, way more, faster than a human. But a car can't a car can't love you. A car doesn't have feelings. A car doesn't have emotions. So they're they're, they're not the same. They're totally different, right? Totally two totally different things. They weren't meant to be the same. But the car can't tell the designer what it's supposed to do, can it? The car only does what the designer created it to do. And that's how we're supposed to be with God. We are only we can only do what we were created to do. Nothing more, nothing less. We can't understand the creator because the creator has to tell us what to think, (laughs) what to do, how to feel, what to feel, what to do. We were only designed to do a certain thing. And I think that's where we need to get to once like once I've come once I've come into the understanding that. Even things that were taught to me by people that I feel were prominent in life are people that knew a lot. I still feel now that like I don't nothing. I don't know anything It's like the more that I feel like I learn, the more I feel like I need to learn. (laughs) Like out of all the teachings that my uncle gave, all the things that my uncle taught me and showed me and and shared with me. I still feel like I know nothing about life, about love, about relationships. I mean, I've learned things and I've gone through things to to get a better understanding of it, but I feel like I'm still ever learning. It's still so much to know because I don't think that we're supposed to know everything. I think the beauty of life is not knowing I I, really now, honestly, I feel like that is the beauty of life is not knowing and learning and and getting a a, a clear understanding of what it looks like and what life looks like, what love looks like, what God looks like. Well, not in the physical, because I don't think that we could. I don't think our mind could fathom (laughs) what God looks like. And and I I thought about this. I thought about this a couple weeks ago. So we. We have this image of what angels look like, right? But if you really look, are you, are you, if you really read the Bible and, and it, you read about what angels really look like, man, they look scary. <laughs> scary. <laughs> you got a, a, a wing with, with eyes on it and, and seven wings and that, that don't. That don't look like sound like human qualities to me. You got beast with 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 wings on it and eyes all around like that don't sound <laughs> that don't sound charming to me. <laughs> that doesn't sound like something that I want to well, that I can imagine like right like that doesn't sound like something that I could I can imagine. So how could we fathom what God looks like if that's what he created? Think about the things in the ocean that we've never even seen, the things that we see and it blows our mind. We don't even know what's down there. Right. And we can't we don't know. We don't understand it. So how can we know what God is? How can we know what life is without asking the person that created life? What is life really? What is love really? The, for me, the basis of this, com- this this conversation and the basis of this podcast was to get you to understand that the things that we've learned, the things that 
that we feel like we know, I think that we need to go back to the drawing board. Because the things that we learned that was passed down oftentimes was misconstrued information. I'm going to give you an example. I, I had a someone describe a revelation to me a long time ago about something that was in Revelation, right? So think about John was in Revelation, right? He said, I was, I was in the Lord's day, right? And he's telling what he saw. And he said he saw something that looked like a man's face with wings on it and a breastplate, right? And if you think about what he was saying, it looked like a dragonfly, kind of what he described, but it had wings on it. So if you are 2,000 years ago and 2,000 years ago and you see something that looked like a man but a dra- or a dragonfly with a man's face with wings on it, he described what he knew at the time. But, but let me give you a, a description of something. Look at helicopters. So do you think he would have known what a helicopter was? If God didn't reveal it to him, but God, but he he only he he told what he saw, right? He told what he saw, right? He only knew what he saw. So what I'm trying to say is, some things are beyond what we what we see, beyond our time, beyond what we can comprehend. So we shouldn't divulge that as truth. Not saying that he wasn't telling the truth. I'm saying us what we interpret. Because sometimes it is outside of our understanding. And we got to go to God. God, what does that mean? Tell me what that means. Help me to understand what you're trying to show me. I use that idea about John because it was a, for me, it, it was it was eye-opening. Because some, sometimes the things that we see in the now will be different later. For him, it was 2,000 years later. Probably more than that. 2,000 years later, his vision then until now. So things that we see in the now will be different later because the interpretation behind what we see sometimes can change. And we're limited because we only know what's we only know what's in the now. We don't know later. I mean, it, it, even if you're 80 years old, you can see a difference between when you were eight and you and when you're 80. Time change, things change, things that you saw when you were eight will be totally different when you become 80 because you you'll get you'll gain an understanding of, you know, sometimes what you see ain't really what it is. And I think that's where we are. We take what we see and we claim that as for what it is and it isn't. Today, I just want y'all to be diligent about what you say. Be diligent about what you hear. Be mindful about what you hear. And above all else, just gain understanding. It's okay to not know because I don't think we all, I think we're all in the same boat. We don't know a lot. We think that we do. Yet I don't think that we do. I think that we have so much more to to learn, so much more to, to gather, so much more to 
to understand. And I want all of us to be better. Because if you go through life thinking that you got it all figured out, I hate for you to get to a point to where you need a lifeline and you rely on yourself. That's going to that's gonna be bad. So what do we really know? We know what we experience. We know what we've learned. We know what we've, we've grown through, what we've outgrown, what we've experienced, what we, um, what we feel. But what do you actually know? That God is real. That God loves you. He wants to share himself with you. He wants to show you who he is. But you have to open your heart to that. Open your mind to that. I'm not just talking about you all. I'm talking about myself. I got my hand on my chest right now. So me talking to you, I'm talking from my heart and, 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 and to you from my heart. And I'm also talking to God myself. Because, I, God, I want to know what you are. God, I want to know who you are. God, I want to know what relationships are all about. I want to know what love is all about. I want to know what what communion is all about. How we're supposed to treat one another. How we're supposed to love without conditions. How we're supposed to love our neighbors like we love us. How we're supposed to love our, our people. How we're supposed to set up an example. Set an example for people that we don't even like or care about. Or even know. Before we can get to those places. We have to understand that we're limited. In our minds. In our thoughts. And in our, in, in, in our actions. And with that. We need to couple. Our limitations with the one that's limitless. I hope that you all have a great day. I hope that you adhere to what I said. I hope you adhere to whatever it is that, that God is speaking to you and whatever God is saying to you and whatever God is, 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 is tugging at your heart about. It's okay to not know. It's okay to not know. But you don't want to get to a place where you're supposed to know and you don't know. Because God has showed it to you. He's shown it to you. I hope that you all have a great day. And if you don't have a great day, please don't ruin anyone else's. Love, light, and blessings.